0: This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. Oh, he loves the pilot! What a goal. This is the Halftime Show with Omar al Duri on Pulse 95. Nice strike. It's that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar al I am your host, coming Everything Sport International and Local. Thank you very much for tuning in with me today on the Halftime Show in the heart of Sharjah. And wherever you're tuned in around the world, whether it's 95FM, Pulse95Radio.com, our app, Sharjah Broadcasting Authority, listening to us on YouTube, or even just having us just lay on your chest with you for the next hour, talking to you about all sorts of good stuff here on the Halftime Show. Megan, I made it. And also, not only that what is trending at the moment Francis Ngannou takes gold at UFC 260 so the big talk is what happened against Stipe Miocic that's in the UFC world so if you watch the UFC 260 we're definitely going to be discussing that today we've also got Dillian White and the story of Dillian White as he beats Povetkin in the second rematch the health and fitness segment is also coming up as well when we talk about having the right energy can set the tone for the day training next to someone who might help you get that extra bit out of you or even being around you know a nice group of people could really be the turning point in sustaining your goals and we're talking that I gotta give a special shout out to, uh, to probably I would say our youngest listener but he's probably not listening because he's too young he's two months old Baby Solomon here Franks son uh from the gym is uh is definitely getting a big big blessing and a big shout out today from me and also everyone else who helped me get through that um that little boxing class we got through as well and i made it on time as well so i'm gassed hope you guys are having a great time keep the smiles going grab yourself a little bit of something to drink and i'll see you right after the break here's some justin bieber let's do this this is the halftime show with omar adouri Oh, he the This is the halftime show with Omar Adouri, on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! What? sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show, Dormald Duri. Thank you very much for spending your time with me. You could be anywhere, but the only place to be at 3 is here with me. And I'm so glad you guys are spending the hour with me. Right, okay. Now... In the beginning of the intro, I gave a little shout-out to uh, Baby Solomon who, who missed the shout out. But then again, we can forgive him because he's two months old. <laughs> so here's a huge shout-out to two-month-year-old Baby Solomon who is Frank's son and, um, you know, an amazing guy, Frank is, man. Love seeing him at the gym as well. Full of spirits. So yeah, so there's a shout-out to you, um, uh, Frank and Baby Solomon. Right, okay. So what's coming up on the show today? We've got Francis Ngano. Man, what a story. Trying to leave his country seven times, being sent back, you know, uh, at the border, trying to swim, trying to just get out of Cameroon and being able to to try and, and follow his dream. Well, finally, he wins gold at the UFC Championship. He is the heavyweight champion. And wow, what a story at UFC 260 we got we got to talk about that and I'm nothing to take away from Stipe Mijovic Stipe Mioches is a huge huge um, you know icon when it comes to UFC you know 10 years you know dedicating himself to the sport and defending his title so many times and being up there with some of the best fighters ever now here's the thing when it comes down to you know ufc when it comes down to the new wave of champions so to speak if you look at people like francis and people like adesanya uh Kamaru Usman they're all coming out of Africa and they're all coming out of strong African roots where they genuinely are patriotic about what they do sometimes obviously you have someone that is from somewhere but grows up somewhere else and then represents that country which is fine as well but what I love about this story here with Francis Ngannou is he's always been true to who- where he's from he's he's had troubles talking about his past you can imagine his mental fitness is unreal people have told him that he can't do it he lost to Stepe Miocic before Stephen Meyotich was 15 pounds heavier. The ring wasn't as small as now. The cornerman wasn't Kamaru Usman. The approach. Now we always talk about fight IQ and we always talk about, you know, how different fighters have different skill set. And in the skill set is the strategy, the planning, the timing, the precision. Now when you look at Francis Ngannou, you see the power. You see, you know, so many factors when it comes down to this monster of a fighter what was the difference in him winning against stipe miocic against stipe miocic he had a plan he had another champion in his corner kamar uzman telling him to be calm to be composed when you play a computer game And you look at the bars on the top right and the top left of the computer game. You gamers will love this. Afternoon product will love this as well. But when you look at the top right or the top left of the screen, every time you throw a punch, you use up energy. When you use up energy, it leaves you susceptible to being hit back. And when you're being hit back, you're unable to sustain that power, that speed, that precision throughout the three to five rounds. Now, here's what Francis Ngannou did differently in this like compared to his last fight against Tipe Mjotic, he was able to even when he landed even when he was striking the right way he didn't rush into it to try and finish it early he was able to compose himself pick his shots and the, the turning point, people will say, is stuffing the takedown. But here's the thing. With Stipe Miocic being 15 pounds lighter, to be able to actually stuff a takedown, you, you have to be able to take the weight that's put on you. And here's the strategy behind the fight game. When you have that weight, and maybe this was you know something coming into the fight that Stipe might have might have got wrong the idea of not being 15 pounds heavier with someone as big as Francis Ngannou, is you it's harder to be able to adjust and although we we pointed out Ngannou's wrestling in the first fight clearly he was working on it with who else but Kamara Usman and here's how I think the fight would have turned psychologically the moment that takedown was stuffed now all of a sudden One of the things, one of the tools from the Arsenal that Stipe had has gone out the window. Now we have to think about the striking and the precision of how when Francis Ngannou landed, he didn't rush in. But by the end of the first round, if you saw Francis Ngannou's breathing, his mouth was open and he was breathing quite heavily. And even when he was breathing quite heavily, any fan would have thought, oh no, here we go, he's gassed himself out. But that's the thing. This was the difference between the last fight and this fight. He was able to select his shots. He was able to really make contact, and even at the same time, stay out of distance from something that's coming up. Now, the one point that had fans guessing is when Stepe landed. But here's the thing. When you land a shot like that, the worst thing you can do is try and go straight back in to that dinosaur. And that was how it came out. As soon as he came into the line of fire, boom, there was the knockout again. And that is unfortunately how the fight ended. Stipe, but that's exactly how breaking up this fight was very interesting for the for the gamers that play, you know, all sorts of games on uh, online, and you see the power on the top right hand corner, left hand corner of the screen go down, and you have no energy left. And here's how the strategy of Francis and Gano was absolutely spot on coming into this fight and by the way it wasn't just this fight but everyone's talking about it because of the story of Francis Ngannou because of where he's come from because how he's been told he can't do things even when you see him coming up to the fight you see him trying to prove people wrong but the happiness on his face you can't fake you can't pretend you can't act like it wasn't real I was delighted for him. I'm sure a lot of other people were delighted to see Francis Ngannou win the championship, but can he step up now against a st- strategic tactical John Jones? Tweets have already been released now. They know why he said that perhaps John Jones is scared because John Jones said show me the money. Hey, listen, if this is anything to what's coming up on UFC, I'll tell you now, there's a lot to look forward to UFC fans. Trust me, it's going to be on point when we see those two giants fight maybe at the end of the year or are we perhaps not giving the respect that we need to Stipe Miocic? The first time he beat Francis, there was now a rematch. Will Stipe Miocic get the rematch or will John Jones fight against Francis Ngannou very, very soon? 4215, it's a lot or do. Who wins? John Jones or Francis Ngannou? Or will Stipe Miocic make a comeback and shock the world by beating Francis Ngannou? There you go. That's the first segment out the way. Coming up next is the health and fitness segment. Having the right energy can set the tone to achieving your goals on the only place to be at three the halftime show on Pulse 95 this is the halftime show with Omar Adouri 95 oh he loves the fire and what a goal this is the halftime show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95 nice strike. Now, now that we've calmed down a bit <laughs> after having Aishel Mazmi and Omnia uh, Saleh here entertain me at half time uh, during the half time, I don't know, man. <laughs> It's great to have them here with us. We're talking all sorts of good stuff today. If you missed the first segment, don't worry. You can catch all of our episodes on YouTube, Pulse95 Radio. Or if you prefer a podcast, head over to the podcast Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud. Share, like, subscribe. You know how it is to support your brother. It's great to have you guys support us all the way. And we're so grateful here at Pulse95. Okay, so first segment, we talked about Francis Ngannou. Man, what a fight. Um, second segment we're talking about is health and fitness. Now, a lot of the times I've got you know a community of people I'm very fortunate enough to be able to share this with and raise awareness on things. And yesterday I was talking to a friend of mine, uh, Poonam, who had me on uh, on one of her shows. And, I, and we were talking about health and fitness. We were talking about trying to sustain things. And how do we actually sustain them? What is it? Is it the location? Is it the gym? Is it the person uh, that... that, that runs the gym, is it, you know, the community you're in, is it a specific trainer, is it the reputation of the gym, it could be a franchise that's in the US and comes over here, you know, the same kind of story we normally hear. But here's the thing, I think that the right energy, I think sometimes we neglect energy, we bring a certain energy to the space we're in, and in doing so, that helps elevate the person next to you. Now, if I'm training and I look at the person next to me and their energy is high, it's most likely that I'm going to want my energy high. If I look at the person next to me and it's been a couple of classes or it's been a couple of training sessions or even if it's your PT and that person wants you to do well, then I'm going to have that kind of assurance, that kind of defense where I'm like, you know what? The person wants me to do well too. So there, there's the thing about the power of energy. Now, there's there's a flip side to this as well. Sometimes you could be having a stank day <laughs> and that means your energy might not be that great. But here's the thing, we setting your environment is incredibly key to be able to achieve your goals and that comes down to who you train with or who you train around or where you train or even if it's maybe not necessarily a gym it might just be your backyard or it might be someone online or or zoom or you might have to watch something to be able to just get that extra step or pep in your step Uh, because you know as coaches we have a responsibility we have a responsibility to bring out the best in people to be able to help elevate them not just physically see that's the thing that we always kind of we always turn to, always look to and say, yeah, physically, you know, I need to be here, here, here. But you see, the mental aspect, the emotional intelligence, when it comes down to that, it's just as important. We've spoken about that on the show and we've had coaches talk about it here. And we've had coaches confirm the the, the the domino system when it comes down to reset and so many different things. But it makes such a big difference when you're able to elevate those around you, because all of a sudden you start to build, you know, a relationship with the community that you have, you can see them grow, you can see them do things, you can see them, you know, prove themselves wrong sometimes. I have a friend at the gym called Karine who, again, is someone that is breaking all sorts of incredible, you know, uh, barriers. She's, she's she's breaking the stereotypes of whether it's age or whether it's, you know, gender or whether it's whatever you feel, you know, culture she's she's broke she's broken those barriers And she's smashed those records because she's able to do that with the people around her with the people that support her but also the fact that with the people that can actually you know want to see her do well and that comes from also you know her family and 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 the and and her partner and all these kind of things that it starts from home and it comes into a different environment where she is in charge and here's here's why I, you know I think energy is so important when it comes down to things because I remember struggling to find you know, a, a place to train for a long time. And having gone to different gyms and worked in different gyms and been part of different gyms for probably a good 15 to 18 years uh, in London, in New York, in the UAE, you know, in Africa, wherever I went to train, it was all about what space I'm entering into and who I'm going to be coaching or who I'm going to be training physically, mentally, but then again, when it came down to my own training, I would need something as well. I would need something back. Who's going to you know, have my back, so to speak? Who's going to be able to elevate me? And that's also where I realized that location or even venue might not be what I'm looking for. What I'm looking for is an area that has the right energy and has the right environment for me to excel in my personal goals, which will then affect my You know, my life, my work, my family, all these things. So you see how they always say that health and fitness is more than than just a hobby. It's a lifestyle. And they're right. But mental fitness is every day. And that's something we do every single day. You wake up the wrong side of bed, so to speak, and you don't want to train. It's unlikely you're going to train. Um, Getting you into that environment You've got to tune in Whether it's meditation Whether it's just taking some time for yourself Just taking some time to do your thing Uh, Listen to a podcast Read a book Listen to your favorite album There's another one Um, Get some food that you like you know not junk food but get some good soul food i had that the other day as well um do things that make you happy and i think that helps with your energies which then help everyone else let me know folks what do you do and what are your secrets to be able to elevate your own performance and who helps you with your energy uh we are lucky to train with you and your epic energy oad hashtag the rbo fam thank you very much man i love my rbo family man big up Big up him. Big up Mikey as well. Uh, thank you very much, guys. Next, we're talking about a nice comeback from Dillian White on the only place to be at three. The Halftime Show on Pulse 95. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Oh, he loves the fireman. What a goal. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike. We are back. Welcome back to the Halftime Show. Thank you for keeping me entertained during the break as well. Um, Really good show today we had in store. Francis Ngannou takes gold at UFC 260. We also spoke about how important energy is when it comes down to health and fitness and sustaining your goals. And now we're going to be talking about a bit of a comeback story. But before we do that, we have had a few questions coming in from our listeners on Instagram at Omar Alduri as we are live Uh, Mufid asks a very good question. The talent England have, possibly one of the best squads after France, do they have a chance at the next World Cup or will their traditionally negative mentality stop them? See, Mufid, I think that's a very, very good question. When it comes down to negative mentality, it comes down to thinking, do you mean pragmatic approach? Do you mean being... Um, efficient defensively so the Italians used to be quite famous for that in terms of how they defended and then hitting teams on the counter attack if you remember France, yes they won the World Cup and everything and yes they had some incredible players but they only played with one striker up front and that is not something that a lot of people look back on. England's um, issue is normally the expectation that is put by the media has always put pressure on the players but I think with the fact that there hasn't been any fans around that could be something you know it will be resembled soon or it will be you know it will be resolved soon sorry but that's the problem with England especially the players all the players are quite overpriced so it's hard for them to get education outside of England but saying that the talent that the English um, have under 17 World Cup champions under 19 World Cup champions reached a semi-final last year despite people saying yes they had an easy ride you can only beat who's in front of you I think what it comes down to is getting the right balance of experience and youth, especially that the youth are very exciting. The players have so much to offer when you're coaching a player like Phil Foden yes Pep Guardiola might be in his ear all the time about which way to move and how to release the ball and when to press and when not to press but sometimes you just got to let them be free you got to let them express themselves football is a beautiful game it's an art it's a science it's something that you need to be able to do you know wholeheartedly and not feel like oh my god if I go into this space I might get in trouble or I might get told off and that's you know, countering the negative mentality that maybe some people might call England and the squad that they have. And that's how I think, you know, the approach is very key from Southgate. He has some incredible players at his disposal. Maybe apart from the centre-back partnership, Uh, And, you know, if Nick Pope starts, then I think they'll be okay. But the fullbacks, they have incredible fullbacks. When you think about their midfield, they have a a solid, hard-working midfield. When you think about their wingers, they've got some incredible pace up front. When you think about their strikers, they've got, you know, strikers that people would want all around the world. So they have no excuse not to achieve. But the World Cup is going to be a huge ask. Now, talking about comebacks, everyone likes a comeback story. And Dillian White faced Povetkin in the boxing world. And the thing with Dillian White, a lot of people don't know is, you know, he trains at Loughborough and Loughborough is one of the best sports universities in the world. And uh, when I was growing up, that was one thing I definitely considered going to because it had all the best facilities that you can ask for to be able to, you know, enhance your brain with all this knowledge, all this equipment, all these things. Theories and, 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 and research papers And all these amazing things That Loughborough do So Dillian White Is a street brawler And he's a brawler from Brixton They call him the body snatcher And he fought against Povetkin And lost the first fight By knockout Now coming into this fight A lot of people were saying You know It's going to be the same thing But Dillian White Proved them wrong And he's often been overlooked Maybe because he doesn't have Let's say The image of An Anthony Joshua Or the charisma Of a Tyson Fury But Dillian White is a serious fighter and he's someone that has spent and dedicated a lot of time to learning the game and studying the game and being able to understand movement and patterns and flow. So I was so happy to see him win against Povetkin because I know the background behind Dillian White. I know what he's had to face. He had to face a lot of things mentally as well. You know, his mental health was... um, was challenged quite a bit. I mean, all of our mental health is challenged, but I think with him being told that he can't compete and he can't do things and he's not up to that level and he doesn't deserve a title shot, I think all those things were proven wrong when he beat Pavetkin. And now, surely he must be back in the running for the top six fighters in that division. And he should be able to get somewhere closer to the Magic 2 who we heard are going to be facing each other, anti-Joshua versus... um, Tyson Fury In what's going to be An incredible Two fight series And that should be Announced very very soon In terms of dates But from what I've heard It's been confirmed Uh, Florian what's going on And Rashid how you doing Good of of you to join Right okay Coming up next We're answering all your questions uh, For today's show On the only place to be at 3 The Halftime Show On Pulse 95 Here's some Masego for you Boy enjoy this This is a tune This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri. Oh on Pulse 95, 95, 95. 95. Oh, he lifts the pilot. What the goal? This is the halftime show with Omar Alduri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! Yeah. It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Om Who doesn't love Sting and Craig David, Rise and Fall? What a story. Um, and, and, and what a line, you know, Rise and fall. especially when we spoke about Dillian White today being able to come back and uh, and beat Pervetkin and also Francis Ngannou from Cameroon doing his thing and representing Africa to be able to be UFC champion. What a story that is. And also we spoke about the health and fitness segment when it comes down to how important energies are and and, uh, and how it affects us as well you know we, we go through a lot of things the whole world is going through a lot of things right now mentally they're being challenged physically they're being challenged you know at home at work and then being able to kind of transmit that energy and, and work on yourself in an environment is very very key so we spoke about that earlier well Feed asked a great question about England as well and I'm taking all your questions in at the moment big has uh, from Yellow Home with the fantastic Anna Schofield, uh, asked me a question earlier about Thierry Henry. And he said, Omar, like, what's your take on that? You know, Thierry Henry is a, is a World Cup winner, is, a, is one of the best footballers to ever play football. And he stepped away from social media because of the, 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 the racism that a lot of the players are getting, the African players, uh, the players of color, are receiving online and he was he made a point and said you know what I'm going to step down until they fix things and the reason why is because you know on YouTube if you if you put something up and it hasn't got you know the copyrights then YouTube pull that down and they ban the person but when it comes down to social media and something like Twitter people don't do that and so you know he's trying to make a stand and said I won't do it and Big Hass was asking me like what do you think on that you know I think I think it's really important to be able to make that stand and I think Thierry someone that has you know a lot of say in the game, and he's someone that was a phenomenal player and is, is 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 a coach now, and is someone that is among the ten best players in the world. But here's the thing: if players like Thierry don't make a stand, if you know if the if the big names, the names that we want to hear from, don't step away from social media, then I don't think you know that stand will will be as strong as I think Thierry wants it to be. You know they've got kick it out in terms of racism they've got you know stand up speak up that was a campaign i don't know if you remember the black and white bands that they used to have actually it was one of my favorite um one of my one of my favorite uh, campaigns it was a racism campaign anti-racism campaign that they had and they were standing up for what they believe and they had all these players get together to be able to stand up for black lives matter and and for all lives matter as well but but here's the thing you know we heard Different people responding. We heard one person not take the knee who was off color. Um, we had we heard a whole team that didn't, apart from one player. So I think it has to be a very common ground. It has to be something where, if you think about influences or ambassadors and those people that have a voice, if you think about them getting together to be able to 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 stop social media, and then all of a sudden we don't have access to them, then that might end up affecting the pay and the money that goes towards social media and the brands which will then get together to unite to you know, put a stamp down on these things so whilst I understand where Thierry's coming from and I understand what he's trying to do but here's the thing Messi Ronaldo Mbappe Neymar you know those players who have that say if they stopped social media now and they're not all from Africa then we start to take no even more. So yes, as much as we're upset that we won't be able to reach the players that we like and everything, but then again, that's, that's the way forward. So maybe Thierry has done the right thing in doing so, but, you know, it's important that we unite together to do that. Anyway, we have reached full-time on the halftime show I hope you enjoyed as much as I have man I'm buzzing after my class today I came straight into the, into the radio and it was nice to be able to spend this time with you I hope you guys have a fantastic day I'll be back in on Wednesday same time on the only place to be at 3 the halftime show on Pulse 95 stay blessed guys have an incredible day this is Pulse 95 tune in live every Monday Wednesday and Saturday from 3pm